This episode of Half a Star, the Half-Ass Podcast, is scheduled for one fall and is sponsored by Vince McMahon's Economic Action Plan. We don't know what it means either. Welcome to this episode of Half a Star, the Half-Ass Podcast from Junction City Wrestling from the City of Toronto. Please welcome Bradford Montague. He's gonna rip this episode a new one! We also have a handful of half a star wrestling gimmicks. And in case you didn't realize it, this is a, a wrestling themed episode. All that and maybe a little bit more on this episode of Half a Star, the Half Ass Podcast. We believe bad ideas make great stories. He's Justin. He's Ben. Take it away, Rob. I don't listen because it's a podcast, but if you feel that you must, here they are then, Ben and Justin, together they are half of a star. Thank you, as always, Rob McDonald, for supplying us with uh, a happy-go-slappy jingle. I'm a big fan. I don't know what happy-go-slappy means. For, hey, uh, Justin. Oh, what's hi. the name of that song? It don't matter what its name is. Oh, you got me. <laughs> but we also had the public domain theme song. That's Hey Sailor by Letterbox. We like to pick a different public domain song every week to keep things fresh on our show. And also, we don't want to pay for it. Now, I got to be honest with everyone out there right now. This is a Justin episode through and through. I am so excited. We, we have a wrestler, a real wrestler on the show. And we've been, Justin and I have been friends for 10 years now. So when he's excited, I'm excited. I am excited vicariously. This is honestly a dream come true for me. Uh, a little inside scoop about how we got Bradford Montague on the show. I grew up in Eastern Prince Edward Island throughout my whole childhood. And uh, one of my friends, Brad Gillis, he was one of my friends in kindergarten. We were like best friends when we were five. And uh, we fell out of touch uh, a few years after he uh, went to a different school and then eventually he moved to Toronto. And in my mid twenties, something about five years ago, I found out he became a professional wrestler, honest, honest to gosh, professional wrestler. And when we were getting this show on the go, I thought that he has to be on the show. Well, and, and I don't think it's overstating things to say that that is one of your lifelong dreams. To be a wrestler? Yeah. Oh, most definitely. I mean, even to know a wrestler is one of your lifelong dreams. I want to get to, I want to, get to know the real Bradford Montague. Who is this guy? Mm -hmm. And it's important to have a good gimmick when you're in the world of wrestling. Something that when you step out, the audience says, oh, I know that guy. I love this guy. Or I hate this guy. You don't want to go out there and be like, what is this guy? <laughs> and boy, did we find a list of people that that was exactly what happened to them. We got some half a star wrestling gimmicks, ladies and gents. Wrestling gimmick that I came up with, Justin, I'll be really interested to know if you've ever heard of this guy because he wrestled in all of one match. He was played by Harry Del Rios and his name was Fantasio. Oh, yes. Okay, you know Fantasio? So his gimmick, he was sort of a magician slash mime, I guess you could say. He wore like a full, almost neutrally kind of mask, but it was, it, it was painted with uh, sort of black. It was a white mask with sort of black diamonds on the eyes and black lips as well. Yeah. But then <laughs> he would take the mask off to wrestle, 
and he would have the same face paint on underneath the mask. But I remember in his uh, his match, I don't know if it was a finisher or just a signature move, he was able to remove the underpants from yes. his opponent. He faced Tony DeVito and during the match snuck up behind his opponent and quote unquote magically removed his boxers, <laughs> allowing him to secure the roll-up victory. And as a little addendum, a little postscript on that. He also removed referee Earl Hebner's boxers before disappearing forever. <laughs> it's always fascinating to me when there's a wrestler that has a, uh, a gimmick that is a profession, like a day-to-day job. Mm. It makes you wonder, it's like, why are you a wrestler? If, why are you doing this if you're also a this? I don't understand. Yeah, like if there's like a, a wrestler who's a plumber, it's like, why are you not plumbing, plumbing. right now? Yeah. <laughs> so my uh, my half star gimmick is Repo Man, a professional wrestler who by night is a wrestler, by day is a Repo Man. Oh, I think I've seen pictures of this guy. He's like got like a gray jumpsuit on, but and he also wears like a a robber mask. Yeah, he looks like a the Hamburglar, except he's just a burglar. Which <laughs> that's not what repo men do they're just they're doing their job also that's not even threatening i'm not scared of repo men it's hard times for sure i would be scared of the situation that would allow a repo man to need to do business with me but i don't think i would be physically intimidated by a repo man no in terms of like violence happening towards me what other bad gimmicks we got ben well i think we're burying the lead here if we don't talk about what i think you and i agree is the worst wrestling gimmick of all time shock master i'm a big fan of this guy because i'm as big a fan of star wars as justin is of wrestling and, uh, there's a very famous viral video of Shockmaster's introduction to the world of wcw and the storyline that he was involved in so who are the main players in this video justin in the video we have rick flair who's mm-hmm. hosting uh it's kind of a talk segment that he's having uh yeah he has like a talk show set right yeah he was uh building up to uh, uh war games two teams in a double ring steel cage man against man the man against metal their fate determined by a flip of a coin one against one or one against Star. One team will stand. We will prevail. One team will fall. We're tough, but we're tougher. Who will surrender? Who will emerge victorious? WCW presents Fall Brawl featuring War Games. It had multiple rings, multiple wrestling rings, and a large wow. cage, and it, it pitted wrestlers against one another, and they were different teams. Some of the some of the players was, uh, we had Sid. Sid, Sid Vicious. Vicious. Sid yep. Vicious. We had... British Bulldog was there, I think, right? I think British Bulldog. Uh, Sting was there, and Sting, he was on the uh, on the babyface team, and they were ready to announce who their next partner was to vanquish the forces of evil. And so, who Sid, Sid Vicious was the was like the heel in this particular storyline? I think, oh, right? Most definitely. Yeah. And to to his credit, he really tried to sell the 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 aura of Shockmaster. Now you shut up! I'm going out when I want to, Sting. It seems to me. If you was as smart as you act like you are, you wouldn't have waited this close to war games to tell everybody who your partner is. And they're doing this big, big build-up. Shockmaster, who is it? All I have to say is, all I have to say is, our partner is going to shock the world because he is none other than the Shockmaster! What are they going to look like? Are they... They're going to be the next big thing. They're going to come in and change the face of wrestling. And they 
did, but not, not in the way they wanted to. Not at all. I told you. Oh god. And then they throw over to a shot of a wall. Yeah. Then all of a sudden this gigantic human being busts through the wall or almost does because apparently there was a two by four nailed to the back of the wall where his shins were and so he kind of just goes ass over tea kettle uh, and he was wearing the reason i bring up star wars is because he was wearing a bedazzled imperial stormtrooper helmet as his entire costume essentially it was his mask on his head. And, and it came off. He comes down. He, this large figure, he comes toppling down, face plants. His helmet rolls off before we can even get a solid glimpse of him. He scrambles to pick it up, pulls himself to full height, puts it back on, takes a, a triumphant pose as if nothing happened. And we're left staring. They put this huge brown fur cloak on him. And they got him in this stormtrooper helmet. And even as I'm watching it, I'm like, what if it went well? Like, what yeah, if like what if, we, what if what if Shockmaster was going to be inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame? I will say, Justin, that there are three things in this video that are simply sublimely absurd for me. And I want to just run them down for you. Give her. The first is that Shockmaster was not able to do his own voice because of the helmet. So they have a guy in the background doing his voiceover. And the guy is laughing his ass off because this guy just fell through a wall. And we're going to be bringing that Come on, show you the man. Man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. He sounds like um he sounds like the claw from uh, yeah. Inspector Gadget a little bit. The other thing I really like is Sid Vicious's admirable attempt to keep the kayfabe going. This intense 80s cocaine gaze in yeah. his eyes. I don't care who you are, boy! I don't give a damn who you are! And then the absolute most sublime thing that a lot of people forget about in this because the rest of the video is so absurd is that somewhere along the lines, the camera cuts back to the talk show set as all of these guys are trying to deal with what just happened. And Ric Flair is so clearly a cardboard cutout. It's such a testament to the world of wrestling where a person can literally be replaced by cardboard <laughs> and still not be the most ridiculous. And nobody talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily for us, Bradford Montague is not a bad wrestling gimmick. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've been waiting for. Get ready for our guest. He's the real deal, and he's going to blow your funky mind. Here to make Justin's boyhood dreams come true, please welcome to the show, Bradford Montague. What's going on? It's been tw 20 years in the making. I've known you for... I mean, I, how, well, I'm probably longer than that because we're, we're getting old. We're old people. Yeah, you have a, you have a mustache and glasses. Now, yeah. I, I think I look about the same. I'm, <laughs> uh, Honestly, you do look literally the exact same. <laughs> I, Brad and I knew each other uh, when we were, I think, age four, five, six. Yeah, so we're talking like a quarter century here, fellas. Yeah. Before we get into Bradford Montague, I want to talk about Brad Gillis from Montague, Prince Edward Island. Now tell me, how does 
this plucky lad from rural Maritimes go to become a professional wrestler in, in the big smoke in Toronto? Well, it's funny. I never actually watched wrestling when I was young. Probably I started watching in high school. Me and my mom went to go see Hell in a Cell just on a, as a lark. Hell yeah. And it was awesome. And so then we would tune into the pay-per-views and then I started watching. Uh, when I went to college, that was the first time I had cable TV. Um, <laughs> I, I started watching like Monday Night Raw regularly. Were you part and, of the, uh, the TFC childhood of uh, two fucking channels? <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Channel I mean, 9 but, and Channel 13? Yeah, but you had to uh, hold on to the rabbit ears. Yeah, yeah. Channel, channel if you're 13. lucky, you get global. The, the two <laughs> channels were the fuzzy one and the clear one, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were lucky because you you're in New Perth and like no uh, – you could get you could get the waves, but we were at the yeah. bottom of Bell at the bottom of Bell's Hill. We didn't get any waves. Right. <laughs> well, we got Star Choice. Oh, baby. Oh, I'm, dude. I'm pretty sure my parents still have a Star Choice account. <laughs> <laughs> In 2011, I started busking, and just the uh, the thrill and excitement of doing that, like live in in person, was just so addictive. Right. I wanted to, but like, there's only so much you could do on the sidewalk. So when, so you, say, wanted, when you say busking, just because I'm like a total muggle about this stuff. Okay. What do you mean by busking? I'm, I'm a, a person who performs on the street. But like, are I you do, talking about like music or like what kind of? No, I, I, listen, I hesitate to say this because you're a Toronto guy, uh, but I, I do a, a Spider-Man act. But oh, I, but, okay. But, but I understand. You under I know you understand, but you don't understand entirely because there's two Spider Men. One is me. The other is Peter Parkour, and Peter <laughs> Parkour. Peter Parkour is more famous and notorious. Well, he's more notorious. I might be more famous because I have videos in the millions of views. But he has. Uh, <laughs> he he's got more of a reputation, and he causes trouble for himself and for the city and he's on okay. a skateboard are you familiar with him I've, i think i have heard of him yeah yeah so, yeah. so just so, we want to get out ahead of the story you are not peter parkour i am not peter parkour <laughs> so yeah i do i do a spider-man act i still i still do that to this day oh, cool. well, not, not to this day because i'm right. locked in my apartment <laughs> yeah just interacting with people was a lot of fun and seeing the their exp the expressions on their face was exciting but i wanted to expand and uh wrestling just seemed like the thing i wanted to do i wanted to be a jacked up muscle guy in my underpants <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't that's the dream <laughs> so tell me a little more about bradford montague who is this guy well that's it's it's complicated well these days i, I do a tag team uh, we're, we're called clan freedom it's me and my cousin to the people at home i'm doing air quotes <laughs> we're, we're not actually cousins and we do this we do this scottish gimmick we wear the kilts uh we we portray ourselves as big tough scottish guys but we're actually deep down we're cowards and we uh -huh. always always have to cheat and rely on each other i do enjoy being a what some might call baby face uh -huh. but 
I, uh, but these days I am a heel. I would think that playing a heel would be more fun, just like performance wise. Is that something that you kind of resonate with or? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know we're getting a little insider baseball with this, uh, listeners, uh, heel is the bad guy in wrestling and the baby face is the good guy. And, uh, our guy, Brad here, he, uh, he's currently a heel with the Scottish gimmick. I want to know a little bit more about the Haas. Oh, who the is, Haas! Who is the Haas? It's funny. We, uh, me and my, me and my boys, we drove down to Pennsylvania um, to do a show. Um, to get booked on shows, you usually have to show up unbooked. Right. Um, so we drove down seven hours. I wasn't booked on the show. My buddy was, and we get to the venue. Oh yeah. So the first time I went, I didn't get booked at all. I, I was the cameraman. And then the second time I went, they said, okay, we need another guy. So they picked me and they booked me against this uh, other big guy. And they said, all right, so I want you guys to have a Haas match. And I kind of, I, I must have given him a puzzled look because <laughs> he said, do you know what I mean? And I, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But like Haas uh, isn't really in my vocabulary. But anyway, it means just like a big, tough guy, I guess. So then I, I didn't know how to really portray that because I'm not, that big like i'm uh 200 pounds which is in wrestling that's a pretty that's like a normal guy right. in re- in real life that's a normal guy i was ready uh, <laughs> and uh to go out and i told the the uh the ring announcer i was like all right uh can you uh call me the awesome hoss <laughs> and uh and i i i when I, I came through the curtains and i said here comes the hoss and it just and I got everyone chanting Haas. It was just kind of a joke. I didn't think it would catch on, but I just wanted to make a joke for the promoter. But it, it caught on, and the people of Sellersville, Pennsylvania, loved it. Now I'm a big mega star. <laughs> How do you reconcile the Haas when you're also in Clan Freedom? Right. Well, I, Clan Freedom hasn't left hasn't left the province yet. I uh, the the I usually do the Haas when I'm uh, in like Pennsylvania or other or like other U.S. states. Right. But uh, yeah, no, Clan Freedom is usually a a, a local gimmick. But it's good. But but since it's local, it's the one I do the most. I like how that band, the Raccoon Tours, had to call themselves something else when they toured Australia because <laughs> there was already a Raccoon Tours in Australia. Anyway, I just hadn't talked in a while. <laughs> <laughs> And Ben's here too. <laughs> now that we now that we have a better understanding of Brad Gillis becoming Bradford Montague, who has become multiple characters depending on geography, what is the half star idea that you've got for us, Brad? Yeah, let's get down to business here. So I'll, I'll go with a wrestling story. So I wanted to get booked on a show in Ottawa, and I went down with my boys. And uh, I have I happened to get booked the first time, but I was like I wasn't really ready for it. I was I was super super pale because I like I am super super pale like in general. I uh, had the match, it was fine. Went home. I wanted to get booked the next month, and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna get booked again. I I've been at this point, I've been dabbling uh, with spray tans. Oh god! <laughs> and <laughs> I I'd had some minor success. 
I went in, I, I got the, uh, you go into a booth and it's like all automatic. I got a, a light one done and I, it made me look more ripped and cut. And I was like, oh man, that's pretty cool. It'd be sweet if I went just a little bit darker. So I went, uh, I went downtown the night before the show. I went and I paid $75 oh to get the, the, the premium spray tan. And it was done by hand. Well, like they, they use like this hose. And so the lady did it. And, and then what I didn't realize, yeah, you have to tip your spray tan artist. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was $75 plus tip, which oh is God. outrageous. And she said, okay, it'll take a, a little while for it to set. But when it, when it's the shade you want shower and you're done. And so I waited and I waited and I waited and it didn't, it didn't get darker. It stayed the same. Like I didn't look, like I looked a bit darker just cause I'm so pale, but it wasn't like what I wanted. And I waited and I waited and I fell asleep. <laughs> and I woke up the next morning <laughs> and I was so dark that it was practically offensive. Oh my God. Um, so Bradford Montague will not be running for prime minister anytime soon. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, and so anyway, I showed up uh, to meet the guys and it was startling. They didn't recognize me. It, like I was so, I was so dark. <laughs> and, and, but anyway, I, I looked I looked shredded because I was so dark, but it, it looked ridiculous. So we uh, we hopped in the car, we drove all the way to Ottawa for the show. I, I say hi to the promoter, and he gives me he gives me a weird look, and uh, I didn't get booked. Oh I didn't even, get, didn't even get on the show. Uh, wow. So that so that was a, a pretty pretty big disappointment. But the pro the thing about spray tans is they don't really come off. It's kind of like getting a temporary tattoo. Mm. So, but I also had a part-time job at a gym. So I, I still had to go to work like in uh, offensive <laughs> uh, skin tone. Oh my God. <laughs> So anyway, that that was it was it was funny, but it was an embarrassing, expensive learning experience. So who do you think right now in the world of professional wrestling, who's the worst wrestler? Listen, I'm I'm trying to get booked, all right? I'm not I don't want to <laughs> ruffle any feathers. Every wrestler I've ever met is the best wrestler I've ever met, all right? I'm not I'm not going to name names on the right. worst wrestler. What are you out of your mind? Who is that? <laughs> Who in the WWE is at the bottom of Bradford Montague's list? Who's uh, even just a character that uh, you're not down with? Um, I'm going to say Vince McMahon for me right now. <laughs> what? Yeah. Le legit Vince McMahon is probably my favorite character. And, and I'm not just saying that because I'm trying to get booked. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, obviously he's a dick. Yes, and every, a bunch of people got fired, and that sucks, and I feel bad for them. But as a person who exists <laughs> uh, for entertainment value, I think he is amazing. So okay, so coming off of that, then I guess my question to you is: like, given the situation in Florida right now, do you think wrestling is an essential service? Oh, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even think there should be wrestling like even if there was a virus it's so unessential like I'm surprised <laughs> it's still 
I'm surprised it still exists anyway. <laughs> That's I, got, I had a few of your answers like rolling around in my head and that was just not <laughs> one of them. That's so good. That's amazing. Okay, then let's uh, adjust the language. If you made a list of all the wrestlers that you know that are your favorite, there's going to be some that are at the top. Okay. Who are the ones that are at the bottom? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Uh, Is is cutting. Brad? You know what? I I think it happened again. Did he hang up? Did another guest hang up? What? Is it us? It can't be us. I I don't. <sighs> it's okay. It's all right. I don't one of know. These, one, one of these days, Justin, we're going to get to finish an interview. I don't. Well, all right, folks. That's been another exciting episode of Half a Star, the Half-Ass Podcast. Take care and wash your hands. Want more Bradford Montague? Or perhaps some more Half a Star bonus content? Well, you're in luck. Half a Star has bonus content now available on the Anchor streaming service. So visit us online at www.google.ca. Search Half a Star, Ben and Justin. We should be in the top five. You'll find some sweet bonus content and a little bit more about Bradford Montague. Stick around. There's more to come.